The Money Wellness Podcast presented by the Finance Bar was created to dissect how our thoughts and emotions impact our financial decisions. I am your host, Marsha Barnes, and I'll provide practical prescriptions to improve the health of your finances. We'll discuss everything from incorporating financial wellness into your self-care routine, caring for aging parents, navigating the 50th bridesmaid request, and learning how to tackle financial anxiety with ease. Get ready for a financial checkup. This won't hurt one bit. This episode is sponsored by Smarty Pig, the free high-yield online piggy bank. Smarty Pig is a unique savings account designed to help you save for specific goals. You can set multiple financial goals that may be funded with scheduled recurring contributions from an existing checking or savings account, so you can set it and forget it. Plus, Smarty Pig helps you stay on track with a goal planner, helpful reminders, competitive interest rates, referral bonuses, and more. Smarty Pig was designed to help put you in control of your own goal planning and financial independence by helping you build a save, then spend mentality and being rewarded for doing so. Visit SmartyPig.com to learn more and to start saving today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Money Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marsha Barnes, and today we are going to dive into the topic of how and why it is important to create a finance toolkit. I first want to start with uh, why I think this is so this matters so much is because for some of us, or from a, for a greater percentage of us, we have moved away from home, and what that often means is that we don't have someone that's very close to us who has access to our personal information. Um, They may not even know who we work for. They may not have a contact number for our boss or our colleagues. They don't have our account information to our banking accounts. Um, They may not know who you owe. They may not have an awareness of your insurance documents and where they are for both your health and your life insurance. But I thought about this topic when when you think about what we have dealt with over the past year. Uh, Again, depending on when you're listening to this, whether it was the pandemic or there has been um, an emergency in your family or something has happened and individuals need some type of insight into your life beyond just knowing you. But I will kick this off by stating that I am speaking of someone that you truly trust to have access to this information and why it's not only important to you, but why it's also important to them. But first off, what is a financial toolkit? A finance toolkit is a location that houses all of your important documents. Again, who you work for, banking account information, health insurance, life insurance, and even access to your accounts. But it could also span beyond that. It could mean access to a social security card, a birth certificate, a marriage certificate, uh, anything of that nature. Um, Who needs one? Everyone should have an individual that has an awareness of where your important documents are and someone should have access to this information and your account information. But this is not only for someone else, this is for yourself. So you're organized 
and you have access to these details in case of an emergency. But what is the big picture of this and why do I believe you need a financial toolkit? We don't have our parents holding our social security card any longer or our birth certificate. And many of the people that we love, they barely know what we do for work, let alone who we work for and how to reach them. Personal story, again, I remember when my husband was overseas before he left, you know, with the military, there are certain things you just have to get in place. And I remember having to fill out all of these forms, uh, you know, who I am, what my contact number is, address information. And it had me to think about how many people don't have this information readily available uh, to them. So again, many of people that love us, they don't even know what we do for work. Therefore, they don't know how to contact our bosses. If I was in an accident today, would someone know how to contact another member of the finance bar team? If I haven't given them access to that information, maybe not. So again, that's part of the, the larger picture and a greater part of the issue. And then essentially what happens is because no one has a deep awareness of what's happening in our lives, who our doctors are, who our bosses are, who we bank with, they don't know who to reach out to in case of emergencies. They don't. I remember working uh, at a previous job and one of our team members hadn't showed up and her supervisor just knew that it was very unlike her to not call in to work. And he didn't have, he called and called and didn't have access to anyone else's information. So he was the one who did a wellness check for his employee. And unfortunately, uh, when the police went into her apartment, she was in her apartment and she had passed away. So that's just another, um, another example of how this happens when if people don't have access or don't have a rhythm or routine of checking in on us, and then it just kind of flows over to our jobs and they don't even know what's going on with us. So again, there's just not a level of deep awareness that's happening in our lives right now. And there needs to be. And, but also a larger issue is because many of us saw during the pandemic and, and because so many people became sick from COVID-19 that many people went into the hospital and literally never came back home because they passed away and their family members and some friends, I personally know that that, this happened too is they just did not know what was happening with them, like where any of their information was. And this, this also happens in families. Um, and maybe you have experienced it or, you know, someone has when someone passes away, just no one has an understanding of if this person had life insurance, where those documents are. So then we're left to figure it out. So let's just talk about, what this looks like from a um, behavior standpoint and how this, how you may see this showing up in your life in present day. So when it comes to a finance toolkit, do you have any life changes that will, that will lead you to having a need to revise a toolkit? So whether that's family growth, changing jobs or insurance, how often do you change jobs and you make other people aware of it? How often do you give someone contact information uh, for someone that they may need to contact in case of an emergency for you? Do you currently have a will in place? Is it current? I spoke about this on a previous episode. Do you have um, a power of attorney or does someone have a power of attorney on you and you need to connect with them uh, 
to be able to handle your affairs. So if you have not tuned into that episode, a power of attorney is just a legal document that lets you authorize another person to act on your behalf. And I've said this before, that there are several types of power of attorneys. So it's important that you work with an attorney to actually identify which is best for you and for where you are in your life um, or your current situation. But really now we move on to how to really get organized with this because it could it could feel like this could be a lengthy process to start building out a finance toolkit. But where I would encourage you to start with is start with documents that are easy to organize first. You create a list of contacts, people that you work with every single day. Who are they? These are typically the people that you spend the most time with. Write their names down, write down their contact number, write down their title or what position you hold for them. If it's your boss, your manager, your supervisor, a colleague, write that information down. For my husband, when he worked from the office, I asked of him to please provide me with your boss's information, not his desk number, but his cell phone number. The no, something that he may have near him at all times if he's not at his desk. If there are supervisors that work under you, who are they? They expect you to show up. Can I get their numbers or any way to be able to reach them if something is happening to you? That's a very simple way for all of us to start. Another way when it comes to your account information, I would print out a bank statement of every single one of our accounts. Provide that to someone. Maybe for us, it was our kid because now he's old enough. Here are these account information, sons. Every year I take them. I make copies at a local post office. I put them in a big envelope. We go put it in a safe deposit box and make whoever aware that they are there. That way someone has access to it. But in addition to account numbers, remember what I said about the importance of someone being your power of attorney. Allow me to back up for a moment. Some power of attorneys can be active even if you don't need it, meaning that you're not sick to a place where you can't talk and handle your own affairs. It's just layering your life so someone has access. Marsha has to go in for surgery. What could happen? Someone has access to her medical information. Someone has access to her account. So if I'm not able to call and make an on-the-phone payment or over-the-phone payment, or I can't go online to make payments, someone can do that for you. That's what's most important. If you don't remember anything from this conversation is in your absence, if you are in the hospital, if you are in an accident, if there is an unexpected emergency, who has access to your personal information that they can access it or they can contact the right individuals that need to be contacted for it. That is an easy way to start. As I mentioned, a finance toolkit can span across many different areas of your life. It needs to be however long that you feel like it needs to be. It is um, something that we have available in the Finance Bar Members Club. I'll talk about that shortly if you want to join our community. But in addition to starting with documents that are easy to organize, something else that I would share that creating a finance toolkit is actually fun. Because for any of you that may be listening that you feel like you are really unorganized it's a great way for you to be able to take time to start pulling documents together and to begin sharing and swapping information to those that need to have it so make it a family affair make this a friend's night in like pull out all these papers that you have everywhere sprawling across your apartment or at your house and make it a, a friend affair where you all create your finance toolkits together 
organize the important documents first. Those that may be a little tougher to get, that's great to come back to it. And again, make it as long as you need it to make it. We talk about this a lot in our community. So if you're someone that's really committed to the health of your finances and you want to take a deeper dive approach, come hang out with us at the Finance Bar Members Club, thefinancebar.com backslash is where you can join us. This is a huge one because some of us can just simply relate to being in situations where something has happened in our life. We don't know where our documents are and no one else knows where our documents are. And sometimes it feels like people can be on this earth one day and then gone the next. And the only way that we find out about what has happened to them is by way of media or social media because we don't have any contacts with close family members or friends. So get this done. As I said, start small, start where you need to be. Um, and what's most important, prioritize with creating a finance toolkit. So until next time, I'll chat with you later.